Hey guys, and welcome back to another series of the boring shit you need to know in business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'm excited because this series, there's going to be more topics, more conversation, and some amazing business owners to share this time with. So let's jump in. Okay, I'm going to say the one thing I'm not allowed to say out loud as a business owner, and that is I hate social media. I hate the pressure, the lack of connection, and I hate feeling as though leaving it will cost me everything in my business. But if I stay, I have to sell my soul. I don't think I'm alone in this thinking, but I feel so alone even though this beast has literally the word social in its title. I feel like it's far from it. When it comes to my career, there's been very little that I have doubted. So I recently found myself outside of my comfort zone and having to really assess what my next course of action was going to be in order to make a significant and rather controversial change because I didn't want to feel stuck on this wheel. Because I tell you what, it's not a great feeling. Since starting my business 10 years ago now, it became apparent very quickly that if you weren't on social media, and I mean regularly active on social media, you were facing a hard slog to attend to your audience's needs and even to find them. The message was just so confusing. You know, you post at least three organic pieces of content a week, share other content and post or tag the creator, be social and have two personal posts a week. Don't forget to go live. Oh, and do a reel, not just an Instagram reel, now a Facebook one. Your content needs to be different for different platforms. Hey, and get into some groups, you know, and engage with others. And then there's ads, ads, ads. Reply to everyone's comments. Don't neglect TikTok. Oh, and are you on Clubhouse? Only to find that the powers to be, or the powers that be, change the algorithm, and we need to learn something new all over again. And that's on top of me actually doing my work with my clients. Wow, seriously. But I made it my mission to really embrace it and to ensure that I used each platform that I had available to me well and that I grew the best way I could. I could grew my audience and grew my business the best way I could for the business that I actually have. Now, let's face it. These platforms, these social platforms, don't make it easy for my line of work. Because even I know that what I've got to say sometimes or the content itself is relatively boring for most. Regardless of how important I think the underlying message is based on my experience or how important I think the actual information is, it's not everyone's favorite thing to talk about. Finances is not their favorite thing to talk about, let alone see it on their socials. So the challenge for me was always to find a way to ensure that, well, any content that I provided had to connect in some way, had to to have some sort of depth to it and relativity. What a challenge this has been. But one that I've I've embraced, I've learned from, I've enjoyed to some degree because I've learned a lot about myself and my messaging and how I can communicate. The underlying factor here is that I have faith in the content. I have faith in the content that I produce, but you don't know what you don't know. And it's hard for me to communicate effectively 
when those that are your target audience or those that are my target audience aren't even sure what it is that they're looking for from a business perspective. I see a lot of posts in some of these groups that I'm in where business owners go, I need a business coach. Can someone take my business to the next level? And it's like, okay, let me respond to that. What level are you wanting to take your business to? What area of your business are you looking for coaching on? Because if you really think about what a coach is, a coach is no different than someone you want working on your social media, where it's targeted, Uh, someone you want to do your accounting or your bookkeeping, again, it's targeted, someone that you want to be your salesperson, again, it's targeted. You may employ someone to be your HR manager, again, it's targeted. So when you're thinking about a coach, don't just put it out there that you randomly just need a coach. Be specific, you know, get real about what it is that you want. It makes it a little easier. So when people are just looking for random things like coach, I don't think they know what they're looking for. So I always ask that question. What sort of coach are you looking for? What what, what area of your business are you really wanting to know about? Because you're going to spend and waste a ton of time sifting through all these comments because let's face it, everyone's a coach on social media. Everybody. Everyone's doing it and they're going to have something of value for you. Every single one of them will have something of value for you. But whether it's the right value or not is totally up to you. What I'm saying is that you, my target audience don't even know what it is they're looking for, let alone how to deal with this noise and overwhelm of social media content that's shouted at them daily. I'm a coach. I can do this for you. I'm a coach. I can do that for you. I'm a bookkeeper. I can do this for you. I'm an accountant. I can do that for you. So having to filter through what is worth it and what isn't is a challenge in itself For the people who are receiving the information, imagine the people who are wanting to stand out. Imagine the people that are wanting to be the ones that make the difference and reach the right person at the right time with the right content. To me, it's been like a full-time job. Oh, I know, I know. I get told this all the time that I could pay someone to do it for me. Because again, there's a purpose to that. There's someone out there that can actually do this for me. But let me get real just for a minute. Well, it's not going to be a minute because this whole podcast is about me getting real. But for right now, let me get real about this point. Regardless of whether I physically perform the function of my social media management or not, in my opinion, the content needs to authentically come from me. After all, my business and my voice starts and ends with me. My friends, this is my brand. This is extremely important to me. So those that see what content I put out daily and what I do on socials, that's all me. And I don't do it to save money. I know I can hire someone to do it. I don't do it to save money. I do it because I made a promise to my audience that I would show up, that I would bring my experience to you every single day. And I do. So for me, it's a no brainer. I need to create the content. And again, if someone else is managing when that content goes up or not, that's a different thing. But for me, the content creation, which I'm sorry, that's where the bulk of the work is, that comes from me unapologetically. As business owners, you would all know the dance that needs to be done. I'm not alone here. We know the game of social media insights and algorithms. It's crazy for the most part. And then you throw a few changes to these every couple of months. Hope fades very, very quickly but you can't afford for it to. 
Without a doubt, you just need to keep showing up. And I have, relentlessly, even when I felt like throwing in the towel. And I mean the whole lot. Social media has made me question whether I want to even be in business. And that's fucking sad. I'm sorry to say it, but it is. I've worked really hard to get where I am now. And I know that I have over 20 years of experience and strategies that have proven results time and time again for hundreds of business owners. Yet to find myself challenging whether this is for me just because of one element that feels like it drains the life out of me, it makes me sad. So ridiculously sad. Now that's just one layer. And without a doubt, it's connected to the next. The next being the engagement piece. So I have the numbers when it comes to people who have willingly signed on to follow me. I'm assuming because they have seen something that has resonated with them, that they liked or chose to actively be part of my community. I freaking love that. I love that I am able to impart something of value to someone because this is my primary purpose. This is what I love and want to be doing. I want to be using my knowledge and experience to reach as many business owners as I can and bring that connection to their numbers that I know makes such an important impact on their business. I love it. It's genuinely not driven by sales. I get told so often I should charge for certain things that I do. And I say to people, that's not the purpose. The purpose is to provide value. And they're like, oh, no, you give away too much for free. But I know it's important to have a balance of both. But I'm not driven by sales. I get so excited when someone downloads one of my free PDFs because I've spent hours creating it and I know how valuable even the free stuff actually is. I even took this further this month and introduced my new office hours Zoom sessions. It's a free one hour session every week on something of value that I get on camera and I talk about for free. It's a way for me to connect to my audience and invite questions that I can answer in real time. None of this one-dimensional social media stuff. I'm ready to answer. Give me what you've got. Did I mention it's entirely free? No strings attached. It is not one of my selling vehicles at all. It's purely so I can do what I love and achieve my mission of reaching and supporting business owners. Oh, and then there's this podcast. Whilst I may include links in my show notes to things that I've talked about throughout, nine times out of 10, you're going to find that those links that I put there is to all the free stuff that I keep telling you about. Because once again, I know the value in it. So why am I telling you all this? For this to make sense, let me set the scene. I actually spent some time telling my community all about this new service that I'm offering of office hours, the free service delivering exactly what I thought they were following me for. Week one, two people showed up. Insert immense gratitude for that support and that show of love. It was amazing. Week two, one person showed up halfway through. Again, I love the support and feedback that they got so much out of it that they appreciate it. That's what I want to do. If it's one person, two people, it's all I want to do. I just want to connect. Now, some would say, Amy, two weeks. Really? You need to give it a bit more time than that. But to that I say, I asked what people wanted. I did my research over weeks and months and designed something that fit the brief, fit those suggestions that I was given from my audience. Creating office hours wasn't just assumed that people would like it. 
It was something that was suggested. So why isn't it what people want when they've actually asked for it? But that's just a small component of what I go through and what business owners go through, small business owners in particular, every single day. And whilst that's the most recent example for my business, there are weekly emails that less than 30% of my email list open. They have willingly signed on to my email list and only 30% of them open. These emails aren't just packed with random stuff. It's relevant content. There are freebies thrown in and it's thought out. There are simple posts, for example, that ask for an opinion on something or a simple button to click. But I find that that's becoming all too hard for people to even select a button and the engagement just isn't there. The content that I share on social media and through my email marketing, regardless of which platform we're talking about, takes up a good part of six to 10 hours a week in my business for me to achieve without me doing my full-time job or my full-time work. This podcast alone, I sink three hours into it every single week because I actually care about it being purposeful and I care about it being relevant. I love the three hours I spend planning, but it's three hours I don't get back and it's three hours I'm not putting into revenue generating aspects for my business. It's all about that share. It's all about that connection, which brings me to this moment, to this crazy and controversial decision to just start again. And this time, I only want those followers who are really and honestly interested in my content. Those that see the value in it and use it to better their business journeys and create change for themselves. This isn't money making. It's pure purpose. I want my content to have purpose to those who are receiving it. So I'm going to be setting up a new Instagram account and a new Facebook account and will be taking these people with me if they want to come. I've learned that having 30 people engaged and feeling like they are receiving content of value is worth so much more to me than thousands of those that aren't. Those that are willing to turn on notifications so they don't miss anything from me or engage with me enough to tell me more of what they want so I can continue to improve and offer the right service to them. That's who I want along my journey. I've spent hours and even months trying to work through how I could reach the right people more of the time and be purposeful and falling short of literally knocking on everyone's door. I couldn't see any other way around it. I've joked heaps before about shutting it all down and starting again, but this time I'm actually serious. Is it crazy? Yes, but so too is continuing to spend hours and hours a week, every month of every year, creating content for those who just aren't interested. It's funny because I can't believe it took me so long to make this decision. Because if I was working with a business owner and something wasn't working for them and the numbers told them that something wasn't working for them, I would tell them not to waste any more time and energy going down the wrong path and to make a solid change, a scary one at that, that can move their business forward more effectively and efficiently. So guess what? I'm taking my own advice. So that's what I'm doing. For those that have made it this far to this part of this podcast and this discussion, first and foremost, I'm once again extremely grateful for you listening to me and being a part of this journey. So if you'd like to continue to follow me, get in contact with me. Please DM me on any of my socials or email me on amy at amybajada.com 
And yes, I'll put my email in the email link in the show notes. Again, not revenue generated, just so you can contact me. I'll leave, you know, even if you turn on notifications for socials or where you're listening to this podcast, it's a way for us to stay connected. And it will demonstrate to me that you want to stay connected when I do the change and when I go through the process. My goal is to have everything shut down and relaunched by January 31st, 2022. So if you're with me, I am so extremely excited to have you on board. Now to round this conversation out. I just wanted to say this is my last podcast for 2021, only 2021, I'm not shutting this down, but I will be back with vengeance in 2022 with, of course, more valuable content, strategies, and guests. So please be on the lookout for that. Until then, my friends, there are plenty of other episodes. If you haven't checked them out, go check them out. And there's so much content there. So go and check them out in the break. But most importantly, stay well, have a Merry Christmas for those that celebrate Christmas and have a wonderful start to welcoming in the new year. But whatever you're doing, enjoy your time, however you choose to spend it. And I will see you next year. And that's it, guys, for another episode of the boring shit you need to know about business. I'm Amy Bajada, and I'll see you next time.